Welcome to the Two and a Half Citizens Podcast. I'm Zen. And I'm Pablo. And I'm Jared. So we have a special guest on here today because we're it's going to get a little heated, I feel like, in a little bit. Like, I feel like... I'm going to be the mediator. I have to have a table and Pablo in between us here because... They might square up. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to see once things get a little further, but... But, uh... When when we recorded when we recorded the last episode, a few things hadn't happened yet. The decision of the Tyrone Woodley and Jake Paul fight hadn't happened. Well, they hadn't fought at all. They hadn't fought, and Kanye's album hadn't dropped yet because he's That's holy true. and dropped it on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, to be honest, I forgot about Kanye's album because it's Drake week. I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> it's Drake week. Drake dropped. I don't care, but we can we can get into it. I we'll guess. It. I guess we'll we it. can get into it. Um, so we'll start with that really quickly because I know we we we've been kind of not even talking about the album specifically to talk about it on here. Yeah. Um like I have not I've been really careful not to even really give true opinions. So I'll give you a virus opinion first before I give you mine. Okay. She actually thinks the Kanye album is better than the Drake album. Okay. She just thinks like vibe-wise she liked it more. I heard somebody there say... Yeah. There was a vibe. There was a vibe. I heard somebody say Kanye's better at making music. Drake is better at rapping. Well, I mean, Kanye's a producer. He, yeah. he, he mixes it, cuts it all himself. Like, that's what he was there for. Which, I mean, if you listen through the whole thing, you kind of have to admit that you'll find yourself lost in the intricacies of a melody or a beat on a Kanye album more than you'll ever find that on a Drake album. I mean, you've got maybe... I think the first time that I was ever blown away by a Drake beat was All Me, right? Nothing mm. was the same, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And then Kanye's new album, it's back to back to back. It's strings under a snare drum. It's a flute. It's it's some magical press of the keys that it's just some weird he's got yeah, yeah, weird sounds just, and then the choirs exactly. the the random choirs that he throws in there so he, what but, i will say what i will say uh-huh they both were loaded with features this was my critique about both albums okay i i, I would just want at least a couple of songs with a little bit more up tempo thank you there's no there is no party song i on feel that i albums. feel that but what i will say for kanye's defense on that it's a song as donda like it's no, supposed no, no, to be him sure. morning and stuff and and it's all like Christian, but still, I ain't get no praise and worship songs. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, no praise songs if we talk in yeah. spiritually, right? I but mean, yeah, he really, I feel like, got these these features to get out of their comfort level because mm-hmm. he pretty much said like, "I'm cutting out every cuss word that you guys." Yo, the, like, the baby feature was here. pretty wild. <laughs> I kind of loved it. So, so what you're saying is you support the baby? Yeah. You just... Did you see what he said? He said, y'all took the food out my baby's mouth, man. I... Isn't he afraid of gay people or something? Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, no, I'm just... he's not afraid. Okay. He just thinks that they all have HIV. The dirty ones. Every the dirty one, one of them? The dirty wow. ones. The dirty ones is what he said. Which is way worse. <laughs> Which is even worse. Which, I mean, that whole thing to me just is a... It, with that situation, and we've kind of touched on yeah. this foot and mouth disorder. When when you're when you're around your <laughs> yeah. fans and people who you think support what you say and do, and then people who aren't necessarily your fans or don't care about what you say and do take that and then like blast it. I bet you that there wasn't that much of an outrage in the crowd. 
as their because his DJ supported him. Yeah, his, his DJ, DJ was, was like, like, "Yeah, some of y'all sus the motherfucker." Listen, <laughs> somebody screenshotted the group chat. And sent it to somebody they shouldn't have. I saw something similar. Like, I wouldn't call it a meme. I'd just call it some bullshit on Instagram. A screenshot. Uh, my girl went through my phone. And the reply was, oh, you're in trouble. He's like, "Not nah, we're in trouble. She went through the group chat. She's talking to your girl right now. Oh, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're out. Like, that's sacred. And that's what the baby did. He, he fucked up. You can think whatever you want to, but you just can't tell anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, too, is, I mean, that when you don't tell people stuff and you just think it, sometimes I feel like it's a little weirder. You're internalizing it. But he has been sat down. Like, the, the report has come out that he did sit down with like six HIV doctors or something like that who like educated him. I don't know. They said it like pretty much he was at a big ass AIDS round table and they all gave him the information. And so now he's like, I get if why. He was there wearing a mask and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> they had a Zoom call. <laughs> I had heard reports, if we're talking about problematic people on albums, I had heard reports, and this could be 100% cap because it was just a tweet, that somebody tried to say that R. Kelly was credited in Drake's album. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> he brought the piss. So, <laughs> so I mean, like, I mean, on, certified on, lover boy <laughs> on Kanye's album, he had Marilyn Manson credited on the same song he had the baby on, which was like that whole song was just a problematic yeah. song, technically speaking. But what I will say is, I have been having like Kanye song stuck in my head because I did listen to it all the way through one time. Yeah, sure. and that's I all did. I could do was listen to it all the way through one time. And then, like, listen to Hurricane and Off the Grid a million times because those songs are hard. Yeah. And then, like... Moon's pretty hard with Kid Cudi. Jonah's pretty hard. Which was jail. the... W- jail? Oh, yeah. Which was okay, the one that... there's two jails. Yeah, there is two jails. The, the first one, one with The one with uh, Hove on it? Yeah, the one with Hove. Not sure. Not that connected to the field. One of us going to jail tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. Yeah. I, it, it, it feels... And that's the one where, like, I don't know... I mean, there's two different jails, but it's the same beat. So is yeah. Marilyn Manson, like... Did production? I don't know. I don't know. But switching over to Drake, though. All right. You're you're a diehard Texas person. What do you think about the song TSU? So and what the fuck? What the fuck does Drake know about Warren County? He really? (laughs) No, look. He really thinks he's from Houston. His boy says, "Shouts out Prairie View." Yeah. Shouts out Wharton County. Shouts out Texas City. I I hit the the homie put on Instagram. He put like the actual county picture, and he's like, "What does Drake know about Warren County?" And I said, "Bro, he's trying to hide the next baby mama back." <laughs> Real talk, like, I think he's. I really they, think they dead eyes don't have Wi Fi. What do they have? Sudden link, probably because <laughs> here's what it seems like by this album, right? The whole meaning behind it is he's like the top bachelor trying to find love out here, but it's hard when you're at that status. So he comes to Houston, he comes to the strip clubs, he throws hella money, and now these girls are trying to get out of the stripping game. And so he's like, all right, instead of, at least in that song, instead of just throwing this money, I'm going to just give it to you. Okay, you trying to start a business? All right, I got you. What you trying to do now? Are you trying to turn legit? Oh, now you got morals and stuff like that. But he like rescues the Houston hoes from the trenches, and then puts them out in Wharton County. He puts them out in he puts them out in some land. He probably sets them up mm. here. We're getting you want to be away from the mix. We're getting you out the city. We're getting you out of downtown. We're getting you out of the strip clubs, and we're putting you over here in Wharton County, and we're putting you in a big estate. And that's what we're doing. 
I feel like that's his move. He's just got like a stable of hoes way out in the country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that even more problematic than what R. Kelly had in Atlanta? No, but it's different because he's age. Might kind of might age, and he's he's out here. He's trying to uh, he's trying to save the hoes. Yeah, he's got the legit while version of it. (laughs) While R. Kelly was pulling people out of a nice home (laughs) 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 with their parents and be like, nah. That he didn't find him at the strip club, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He found them in daycare, dog. So, did you see the video for that Too Sexy song? I haven't, no. That the video Kawaii? Yeah, is so. hilarious. I can't with music videos, it's man. So fu- Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Drake legit misses acting, but he knows he can't really be in a movie. It just, I don't think it it'd would like... It'd be weird because he's it'd Drake. It'd be weird because he's... So he's like, when I do music videos... Wait, he should, he should just why do it like it at the grassy cameo. Yeah, why would it be weird? Because it's Drake. I mean, look at Justin Timberlake. He yeah. does he does what he wants, True. and he like and controversial as it may be, there's no way that Justin Timberlake has the star power or the pull that Drizzy Drake does. There's just no way. Like, well, he does though. I think when you have, depending w- what era of JT, I also guess. you have a different like market. You have people who are actually going to go see you at a regular movie and not judge you from your music. Like, like. A white artist like that really has a little more leeway to okay. be like. That's fair. That's my that's my Caucasianness. <laughs> like if that bad teacher in that bad teacher movie. Yeah. I forgot Justin Timberlake made music because he was singing so badly in that one scene. Mm. <laughs> like as a joke, like he was like supposed to be like the hot teacher, and then he performs at this bar and it's terrible. It's like super bad. And then I honestly forgot. Wait, like this dude actually like Grammy award winning artist. I forgot about this. Yeah. Because he can kind of mold back and forth through those things. And I think feel like Drake can only feel comfortable doing that in music videos because Drake is also one of those people like he doesn't do interviews really. Like he got there was that one rap radar interview like three years ago. I mean, wasn't he in the shop? Yeah, but LeBron? that was like that was like exactly he we get like one or two of those there on a really big platform and he says everything that he's been needing to say for the past five years, and then that's it. So, like, we don't get that much access to Drake, which why anytime an album comes out, he's going to talk about his things in music as opposed yeah. to in interviews. So, like, it would have to, I think we would judge it too harshly because you'd be like, oh, Drake's doing something. Everyone would flock out to see it. And if it's not the best of the best of a movie, like, it's not, we're going to be like, oh, like, he can't be like T.I. Like, yeah. ATL 2 is allegedly coming out. ATL 1 was a moment back then, but I don't really feel like people care about ATL 2. I do think that like once you like cross a rapper to actor, you, you kind of stay stop. there. Yeah, you stay there. He, Drake almost kind of typecast himself if he wanted to be an actor again, yeah. though. I mean, like he spent so long becoming what he is. And I think that's what he always was, is a certified lover boy. I mean, the dude's yoked. He's been working on being huge for years. That's is probably, he on steroids, do you think? Who cares, man? Actually, no. I would say probably not. I think you've got someone like Dwayne Johnson who clearly... 100% on steroids. Who is clearly 100% on steroids. But then you've got... uh, Y'all watch Always Sunny, right? Yeah. You got Mac, right? He gets fat. He loses all the weight. Comes back the following season shredded. He does an interview and says, oh, it's easy to look like this. You get a studio to pay for the trainer. You get a studio to pay for the nutritionist Mm -hmm. and the chef. You don't have to do anything because you don't have a real job and you have a staff that every time you turn around has a meal prepared for you and 
in six months, you'll look just like this. I think Drake is kind of at a point where his meals True. are prepared for him on a schedule. His trainers are in the gym that is in his home on a schedule. He, I mean, that's how Kevin Hart moves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you've got these people who and that's ca- a comedian who yeah. takes their gyms funny. with them. You know what yeah. I mean? When Kevin Hart's on the road doing comedy, doing anything, doing press or media for a movie, he's got a trailer just like Dwayne Johnson with thirty-eight thousand pounds of iron to lift when he's not busy. You know, I think that's all you need. Yeah. I see that. And the weird thing about Drake is Drake has been out here training like like he's a basketball player. He's got like that full regulation size gym in his home. Yeah. He tore his ACL. <laughs> he was like, that was the reason the album got pushed back. You're going too hard, casual. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, he was recovering from an ACL injury. <laughs> Where I'm like, what? Yo, was he trying to ball with, who, what was that girl he was dating that... Was Bronny's so, teammate. So, 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 what's his name? Um, oh, kid. that high school kid's mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, I think he was out here trying to, like, be a dad, be like, yeah. oh, yeah, let me dribble on the court with uh, whatever. Mr. Hunt towards ACL. Yeah, I know. Step he got crossed up. up. Yeah. So, this album, okay, one thing I want to say really quickly is I fucking hate the album cover. Yeah. I yeah. hate the album cover. Because to me, you cannot, like, when you put all of them up together and then you put that one, it just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like a Drake album cover because the closest that this reminds me to is if you're reading this is too late, which is like white and like Chick-fil-A yeah. written letters on there. And that was not a real album. That was like a mixtape to prepare for views dropping. So to me, it's like this was like mixtape level art, but it was by some really crazy rich designer oh, yeah. who like. Which charges $100,000 probably to do that cover. Which is hilarious because it's just iPhone emojis. Like, That's all color it has to be. Change, it's, I- it, it, it's ironic. That's what pisses me off about modern art. It's like, what is it? Who cares? I think that's the problem with all art. It, I, I think that's the problem with being an artist is that uh, you it's don't get to decide. It yeah. is subjective. Art yeah. itself is subjective because I can come out here and be like, yeah, Drake's new album sucked, but like, who am I? You know what I mean? Exactly. But Which I'm over here saying is the best album. View, and from your reference, Drake's album. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's all like internal. It's so tough to go from what he used to be. Take care, right? To uh, what's the blue sky in the background? Just nothing the was the same. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing was, the, was same. the same. Like to go from those, right? Even Scorpion wasn't a fan. Views. It took me a long time to become a fan, but I did eventually. And it just, artists change, you know, they, they keep up with the times, but unlike what I feel like Kanye has done so efficiently in keeping his finger on the pulse of what exactly can be Mm -hmm. the next hot thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because he's followed it for 15 years. You know what I mean? And changed the course of what yeah. things are. Like, Jesus, I mean, exactly. Jesus, changed, Jesus the course. changed everything. Exactly. But you've got Drake, who used to be hard. Like, you went for a new Drake release to hear four, five, six hard-ass, like... Bangers. Ba- just gonna- yeah. club bangers. Like, gym bangers. Like, pre-gaming with your friends before you hit the club has a different banger on every Drake album, you know? Yeah. And this wasn't that. And that's not what it was for. I mean, take Childish Gambino, for example, mm. right? Bonfire. That was the era he had me, right? And then uh, 
what is the one with terrified and uh, awaken my love yeah yeah awaken my love different thing Natalie loved it. My girlfriend loved it. She she loves the artistic vision of somebody that can change their whole mo album to album. Me, not what I'm looking for. You were like, that was not what I wanted. Album rollouts for album rollouts first. Okay. Kanye did three live streams, pushed his album back a million times, and uh, brought Kim Kardashian out. Brought um, the baby out. Brought home. Marilyn Manson out. And I like that. That's really like artistic. It's it's super cool. Drake hijacked the ESPN Sports Center morning show or whatever. And some the fuck. like Taliban shit. Threw in <laughs> some like subliminal CLBs drop in September third. Yeah. Just had to like throw it out there just so we knew. Dropped the album cover. Got everybody going crazy over the album cover. Then he started putting billboards in every city of the feature artist, and being like, "This person's gonna be on the album." So he's like, "New York City." Houston. The GOAT's going to be on the album. Houston, Hometown Hero's going to be on the album. Chicago, Smirk's going to be on the album. Atlanta, Savage, Pluto, Baby, they all going to be on the album. That Savage song is fire. That Savage song? So here's the one time... I just wanted them to go a little harder, but it was good. What I will say, and this might be blasphemous, I relate this album a lot more to Take Care because he's talking mm. about love a lot more. He's bringing those like... The fact that there's not these hard-hitting party songs, they're a lot more emotional. But also, to me, Take Care was highly driven by like the weekend's creative input at that time. And in this album, I feel like he teamed up with features. He doesn't usually flood his album with features. And he kind of had like a song that sounded like a slime language, Young Thug type song. He had a song that sounded like a 21 Savage ask type song he had a song that had that nigerian thames feel to it he threw like his features he kind of let them have a little more of uh, them of them in the song which made every song a little more dynamic and i feel like that's one thing that drake usually doesn't do he kind of plays that j cole role where like he'll do a bunch of features Mm -hmm. but like his album he'll have like very few and far in between features now let me ask y'all this who because there's three people that both have they're both on both albums Kid Cudi, Jay-Z, and Lil Travis Baby. Scott. Lil Baby and Lil Baby's on both. And, Lil and so on is Lil Durk. And Lil Durk. Who do you think got the best verses out of them? I liked Jay-Z on Kanye much more than Jay-Z on Drake's. Like, that just stood out immediately. For, yeah. I, I think Kanye, man. I think when you're in the studio with Drake, like, even if it's not a party vibe, directing the album it's a party vibe being that this is drizzy you know like yeah can't uh, hard to work when there's strippers on a pole you know what i mean but like kanye like he'll fly you to a mountain in wyoming and take your phone and take all the pictures of your family out of your wallet and lock you in a room and say create you know like yeah and you'll do it because that's kanye right like the the things you have to expect from kanye i think just the artistic license that you kind of don't have going into a Kanye West production, knowing that he's got an idea and I need to fit that. Yeah, I have to be Mm. a tool for this. Exactly. You get like that Nicki Minaj verse on Monster. That verse was like, she she had to re-record it so many times. Kanye was like, no, 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 no. And then it's like her best verse ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, are we thinking about the same thing? Big Draco? 
So Soldier Boy, <laughs> ew, ew, <laughs> allegedly was supposed to be on the album, right? Well, on Kanye's cares? album. Well, what had happened was he puts out funnier. screenshots. He starts putting out screenshots of basically conversations between him and Kanye, yeah. where Kanye is basically like, "Oh, I love the verse. When are you? Uh, can you come out here? We're still out. You know, yeah, I mean? I all this, this stuff. Where it was like, and then he's nowhere to be seen on the album. So then. Soldier's like, man, you a pussy. I would have respected more if you just said this shit was trash. Do that shit again. Or if you've been like, nah, that shit don't work. Nah, and this and that. But to act like it was good and then just not put me on that shit, that's some hoe shit, Kanye. And then he starts going out and being like, he posts a picture, a throwback picture of Soldier Boy and Kim and says, I was the first rapper with, <laughs> with Kim Kardashian before Kanye. Right. He goes, Kim Kardashian, call me. He's like, I'm going to diss Kanye every day for the rest of my career. I don't give a fuck. He's going to go back in time and diss Kanye every day for what was his career in the early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's exactly what he's, because he's the first. Because he's the first. He was the first. First rapper I'm, to ever do it. I'm sorry, but even if that were true, who cares? Like, yeah. who cares? Like, I get it. We have all the respect in the world for Neil Armstrong, but I'm looking forward to the next people to step foot on the moon. Like... You get respect, but maybe. he was the first, though. Yeah, he was that, the first to ever do that, it, and gonna be the first means, to ever do that it. That means nothing to me. Like, um, <laughs> I, I forgot he's to been tell reduced you that to a we, meme. We put our Stole my whole flow, man. Like <laughs> as soon as he went on, <laughs> Jack! As soon as he went on the Breakfast Club and did that, his he, his credibility. Over. Yeah, I think that's his new promo rollout right now. He's just yeah. being wild for like because the sneaker shopping you can mm -hmm. really see it there like he was performing yeah. for that sneaker shopping episode yeah he's and like you already know complex I was the first rapper to ever come here and buy sneakers and then <laughs> other comments were like everyone bought into it yeah and Joel Puma was like yeah the first the, the, yeah. he literally he introduced him as Soldier Boy the first to do many things <laughs> <laughs> just like feeding into the yeah. ego. So I, I I like seeing Soldier Boy. Here's the thing: is I I like Soldier like this because I I wasn't I wasn't checking for anything Soldier yeah. before. So it's like at least now it's entertaining. And then he like he like gave someone his own shoes, and he's like, "All right, y'all saw it first. I'm the first to give away oh, my." Oh, because first he was saying, "I'm the first to be coming up here with a Miri shoes on." Yeah. Everybody out here with the jeans. I'm the first here with the Miri sneakers on, and then he said, "I'm the first one to give the Amiris away," and. uh I wonder if he asked for him back. 100%. He also, 100%. right after baby had done that that chocolate thing where he gave like the kids like $2 and whatever, mm -hmm. like he pulled up, he was like, I'm the first rapper to give the kids a whole bankroll and not even take the chocolate. Like he just came, like gave the kids, he was like, handed out money. And You're talking like, about like some little children, like selling The ones that are hustling, sending, sure. like, because originally yeah. like they're trying to hustle baby, being like, how much for the whole box? And he was like, $200. It was like, how many candies are in that box? It's like, okay, it's like 30. All right. And you're selling them for $2 each. So how much is that? Like, do the math. Thousand it's bucks. Like 60 bucks. You, you do the math, dumbass. <laughs> Thousand bucks. No, but he's basically saying, like, y'all trying to rip me off, saying the box is $200 when you all know y'all are selling them for a dollar or two dollars. Yeah. That's $60 in that box. The box is like 20 or 30. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, so then he just gave him $2 each and then said, all right, I'm going to just get one chocolate. Listen, do or don't. Like, as an extremely wealthy person, do or don't. It's like tipping when you go to a restaurant. I'm so sick of hearing, like, what the waiter did or did not do. Like, oh, yeah. these people are out here working. I mean, I'm 
it's a not job. even I'm not even gonna get into this but fifteen dollar minimum wage bullshit, bro. But like I make plenty to to empathize with the fact I worked in food when I was in high school. I was a host, I was a waiter, I was a bartender for a little bit at a family friend's restaurant, and that shit sucks. And putting on that face sucks. So you go in and you tip them because you can, because it's a decent thing to do for a person. If you're a, you're not obligated to do that, obviously, that's my philosophy, but if you're an eight-figure millionaire-like star, and these kids know who you are by name. Why are you gonna hassle? You make well, seven so figures that's the a thing, year. Though. Why are you that's gonna hassle thing. some yeah. children over two hundred bucks? So if because there's there's that other argument, right? Just because you are at this level, they know who you are. Are you now obligated to like? Now it's like, oh, if it was ten dollars for that person, I got to pay twenty-five dollars for it just because I'm who I am. You got to think of it in ratio of money earned to money spent, right? I see mm-hmm. a tweet. Drake invented the $10,000 date, right? Drake spending $10,000 a date is any one of us spending ta- ta- taking, taking her to Dave and Buster's, mm-hmm. getting a deal, buy two apps, you get a $20 play <laughs> card, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not the same thing. The Chili's it, 30 for 30? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We'll talk. Yeah. Applebee's, don't be... Don't yeah. be don't be even front on Applebee's. Though. Applebee's, I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure. I'll, I'm 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 going out there for Applebee's my whole life. I worked at Applebee's when I was a kid. I was an Apple buddy two years running. <laughs> and you're still you're, and you're the, still pulling up. You're from the Midwest, bro. Oh yeah, that's all we had. Yeah, I, I lived in a town with twenty two thousand people. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with how franchises work specifically, but for the most part, there is a population minimum to have a franchise in a town, right? For example, Chick-fil-A, 35,000 people, right? You need to have 35,000 people in your township or Chick-fil-A will not build a franchise there. So 22,000 people doesn't leave you a whole lot of options. And Houston, something I learned, which I would say was quite the culture shock, the the inter-country culture shock, was my town had a McDonald's. (laughs) <laughs> one Burger King, one KFC, what? one Pizza Hut, one Arby's, and a Long John Silver's that survived somehow. Because they cooked meth in it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no. They, 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 Ottumwa, Iowa, you can Google this, is per capita the most methamphetamine users in the entire country. I mean, That's when you up. went out to Neck, it made you feel like home, huh? No, man. It's different. Because like, there's one of everything, too. Yeah. It, Magnolia's it, a little like... It's a little like that. Sure, same. Like it's, it's a vibe. It's it's definitely a sense of community for people that don't have a choice of (laughs) anything, right? We had a mall, quote unquote, right? That I don't think any of those stores, not a one, could financially survive in like these Chinatown strip malls that I drove through to get here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just you wouldn't believe the scale. If you've never seen it before, like the Barry Center, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. Less could I believe that, it was that for high school high schools yeah. play there. If there were two hundred people in the stands for a football game, it was it was popping, boy. Like it was going. My entire high school had less than a thousand kids in it. That's just that's crazy. Yeah, that's no, bro. Remember, we how so, you be pulling so, bitches in a school that small? So the three of be us, me. 
Zen, myself, and Natalie, our graduating class was supposed to be 800 kids, but 100 didn't make it, so we were 700 at the end. Yeah. I 100 could, kids didn't make it? How do you even know these numbers? Because we got our class ranks at the end, and everyone got pissed because it, like, shifted it. <laughs> I never paid attention to that. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't on the right path, I don't yeah. think. But, um, but yeah, no, nah, it's just that, that kind of stuff's crazy because, like, I was... Born in Brownsville, but, like, I don't remember that because I was a year old when I moved to Houston. Sure. So then it's, like, I've just been raised in Houston. I go back and look at Brownsville, I'm like, ew. Because, like, it took, like, three times for Canes to try to make it out there before they finally popped off because they only eat at Chick-fil-A, Whataburger, and if they're being fancy, they go to Cheddar's. Those are, like, the three spots. that's the thing. Like, Applebee's is where you go on a date because there's... There was one for, little for microbrew. Too. Yeah, no shit. Like yeah. they, there, there's one little microbrew, right? One, and you're at a point. You're you're in a location where twenty dollars for a hamburger. Like people are gonna look at that menu and they're gonna get up and they're gonna walk out. Like they're gonna pay for the drinks that they've taken a couple of sips of. They're gonna get up and walk out. In Houston, like if I'm not dropping two hundred bucks, like that's not a date night that's yeah. that's casual as she comes you know yeah and that is the difference here where there's a lot more like people are willing to try new things here mm-hmm. people are willing to be like oh what's this spot over there it's kind of like if y'all don't know what it is we're not going so even if someone tries even if like a franchise tries to come in or a local place tries to come yeah. in it's not gonna make it yeah because you're not cheddars. it has to you're be like a well-known beans. franchise like you can't just be like you're because like like Nacogdoches recently got a Buffalo Wild Wings, excellent. You know, and like, they're popping off. They're popping off because it's beat ups. Like who doesn't know beat ups? Yeah. Like before you had to drive to Lufkin. Now you can just right there. No, kid. Listen, you you got this place right off San Felipe, right near my place called Cabo Bob's. Right. I'm hungry one day. Me and my brother go through for lunch, and it's Chipotle essentially, but instead of a uh, flat iron, right. They've got six of those big green ceramic egg charcoal grills. Okay. Moving in the back. The best burrito I've had in my entire life, hands down. They've got six different kinds of tortillas, like just more choices than you could imagine. The mint sweet tea made in house, blow your mind, right? Something like that pops up in Ottumwa, Iowa. No one's ever tried it. It opened one day. It closed the next. Yeah. Nobody knows how it was. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. It'd be like that, though. Let's get into... What everyone came here to see. <clears throat> yeah, so... I was talking very spicy on here last time. What I had and said... And you were talking spicy at my wedding. This is how it is all started. Okay, yes. But we... <laughs> originally, when we were on here last week... Yeah. I said, I may look stupid when this comes out, because I'm recording this before the fight. And I said, I am taking the Jake Paul's going to win in the first three rounds. That's what I said. How do you feel about that prediction now? All right. We can go into that because your prediction was a little different too, dog. <laughs> so we came in here and we talked to Pablo's wedding and you were 100% certain that that Tyrone was going to beat Jake. Yeah. That was 100% what you said. I want we, it known. So let's, I let's backpedaled just, the touch. And, like, I can pull the receipts. I backpedaled a touch reading the interview with his coaches. And I talked to you about that on Instagram. Didn't understand the vibe. But still firmly in the camp that Tyron was going to beat the brakes off of him. So, 
just to what the decision was. It was a split decision, went all eight rounds, and it was given to Jake. Right. So I the where I'm wilding out, I was like, split decision. Like, in what in what world did Tyron win like more than two or three rounds in that fight? Like in what Well, in an eight round fight, right? If you'll comfortably give him three rounds. I comfortably I don't comfortably. I comfortably give him one or two. I just I just wanna Jared's a trained boxer. So I just want to put that out there. Comfortably <laughs> give him one or two. Stretching the fact that people are saying three, stretch. Okay, if you're stretching to say they gave him three, right? Stretching to say that it's fair that they gave him three rounds. That fourth round, that judge that saw something maybe you and I didn't, that judge that liked Tyron a little bit more so gave him a little leeway, that's what makes a split decision, which... I saw, but what's disappointing is that I think we can both agree that could have ended in the fourth. Tyron could have put him down in the fourth, and he was not going to get back up. I don't, and now everything that I had to criticize is gone. At first, I said, let's see him fight. He beat that YouTube kid, right? Great. Let's see him fight someone better. He knocks out uh, the basketball player, right? Then I'm like, let's see him fight a fighter. Knocks out Ben Askren, and I'm like, that's not a fighter. That's a wrestler. He but he's wins still a fighter. He's a world champion wrestler. Wrestler, wrestler who, who put hands Olympic, on people once he gets you to the ground. Olympic. Like, yeah, of course. There's, know, there's no taking away from the savage that is Ben Askren if he can wrestle you. If he also can you. said to have a crazy chin. Said to have a crazy chin. <laughs> Come on, man! Coming off of coming off of the knee hurt around the world, obviously the but, quickest. But, but before he's Nobody's been like survives that. battered in the in the ring, right? Like I'm hearing, it's hard to knock him out, right? Other than of course that. Well, if people say Robbie Lawler uh, knocked him out, and he came to getting punched in the face and started to scramble again. Like he was woken up by the <laughs> remainder <laughs> of the ground impound. So <laughs> y- y- fair. However, Jake's a big kid, right? He's a big old guy. Mu- he and again, much bigger than the people he's fighting. Yeah, and he, for when, a good reason, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Three years that he's been like actively training, which is totally fair. They're trying to make, and I'm I'm quoting his coach. They're trying to make up for a lack of an amateur career. An amateur career is 50, 60, 70 fights. Like these people don't go pro until they have a damn good chance at being a champion in some weight class, right? That's how boxing works. So without those 50, 60 amateurs to cut his teeth on, he's got to fight people that have a pretty significant disadvantage. And Tyron had the smallest disadvantage, which was his age. size. Age, yeah. I think. His size mainly. and his age, for sure. Because there wasn't too crazy of a weight difference, and I don't about, think there was too crazy... Pounds. Was there? Jake has to cut to 190, but he's not, He, I mean, he's not doing like a 30-pound weight cut like some of these other fighters do. Like, I think he probably weighed 205, 210 on the night of. I mean, the size difference was undeniable. You could see it with the, with Tyron looking at his chest. Like, it just wasn't there. But I think that Jake Paul's quote-unquote win was much more failure to launch on Tyron's part than a win 
on Jake Paul's. Part. I see what you mean by that because everyone, but there's where my thing is. It's because everyone's expecting more from Tyron as opposed to giving Jake the credit of being active. So he was great. And it, absolutely, he he landed good shots. He landed, I don't think Tyron landed a combination all night. Like he landed clean, crisp, heavy combos on Tyron, right? Credit where credit's due. But when you smash somebody and they stumble back into the ropes like Jake did in round four, that should have been that. Yeah. And that was Tyron's getting his ass whooped in his last four UFC fights viciously. Viciously. You've got the current uh, welterweight champion that smothered him, crushed him. You've got Colby Covington the number one contender in the UFC, who smothered him, broke his rib, ended it in the second round, right? Vincente Luque, this is the career ender right here. This was the last fight that Tyron had. He comes out guns blazing, has him rocked, loses his steam, and gets choked out in round one, right? And thus is the story of the downfall of Tyron Woodley. He can look great for a moment now, but whatever it is, the pressure, the moment, being 40 has taken away what put him in the position that he used to But be. you would say, right, if that, that was a big thing he was saying, like, this is only Drake, I mean, Drake, Jake's, <laughs> I'm still on Drizzy. <laughs> this is only Jake's fourth professional fight, right? right? Mm-hmm. And He did excellent for his fourth professional fight. You have Tyron, who's like been like, I've been under the lights, I've been in these situations, I've been in that situation, I've been in this and that, and this, that, and the third, but somehow something still gets in the way, right? And doesn't and mind you, Drake, I mean, god damn it. Jake <laughs> So was, was it the bag? Was it he saw the bag and he was like, oh I can't finish it? I think because he like raised his hand a little like he he celebrated he that knockdown. Yeah. But it wasn't an actual knockdown because he got like supported by the ropes, which that one I guess again, gets a little Jake's a big dude. They you know, do. like it takes a lot to knock him out like that. Well, Tyron's got a cannon. Nobody ever denied that. Yeah. Like nobody ever denied his ability to knock Jake out. If he could connect. You know and, what I mean? And that was the thing is it seemed to me like he was just – because that was the one thing I was afraid of. I was afraid of Tyron's counter. Exactly. Because that, But that's all he was waiting on. He wasn't actively doing anything to make Jake uncomfortable or make him get into a position where he could take it. He was just waiting on Jake to throw to try to like do – like to get back and like retaliate from there. But the problem is Jake's reach is longer. So you're not – like, if you're going to be on the outside, you're not going to get him. Like, you have to be on the inside. And he wasn't really trying to do that. No, not at all. And that's where I really think, like, Tyron's problem was. But the other problem was that I genuinely think he thinks he he won. Like, I really think he thought he was doing enough. It should have got the tattoo. Huh? Should have got the tattoo. Do you, Is he going to do it? Do we know what's going to happen with that? There's no way. I think there's no way. And I truly think if it goes to rematch, Tyron's going to beat him. Really? I think so. You don't think Jay can make the adjustment? I, I don't know. Because, not, not in time. because you're seeing this show it a little more of like Jake's faults. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, there I wouldn't I don't think it's fair to say they're really faults in a in his game per se. Just because of the lack they're, of experience. Exactly. They're aspects well, that he I'm hasn't saying. built on yet. I mean to, they're the faults of an amateur fighter. Like if you can't keep your right up, like that's that's 
you know, a, a side effect of being new less than a side effect of being bad. Yeah. Of course, which is like, I, I get that. But that's what I'm saying is I think that Tyron can adjust. Oh, yeah. And Jake might still need some like more experience under his belt to take some of these other things off of him, like to make him better. And you know I, think I don't think that they don't fight uh, Nick Garcia, which is a new like Mexican dude, like up, up and coming. Have you seen him? Sure. He, like, actually trains with them, but, like, if they were to fight him, he'd put an end to, like, their little reign. Well, you don't want to you, you don't, don't want to do break that. your toys. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to... That little hit list of Jake Paul's, I rolled my eyes harder than I thought I was capable. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Conor McGregor, it's real easy to call out somebody 40 pounds lighter than you. Right? Real easy. Imagine Conor McGregor calls out somebody that weighs 130 pounds. Right? Best boxer in the world at 130 pounds, right? He's going to fucking starch him. Look what Mayweather did to that uh, Asian kid, that kickboxer, Yeah. right? They had, quote, unquote, MMA fight, right? And he knocked him out in round one because he outweighed him by, like, 30 pounds. I still think Conor can win that fight. but I don't I th- think he can. But I think, that, I think that that is his next best chance to beat a UFC star just because of the size. Anyone else on that list, the audacity. Well, I to think he's talking about Canelo like, have to, on that oh, list. But, that, but his yeah, whole bro. thing, well, like, here's his thing with no the Canelo. Way. He said it in interviews or whatever that he plans to fight Canelo in three years. So that's doubling his training time. So it could take the next 30. <sighs> Bring a gun or don't get in the ring with Canelo. <laughs> or bro, just don't. Bro, uh, here's especially the thing. right so, now, Canelo's in his bag right now. So next, uh, Easily. So next fight, who was that? Uh, who was on the undercard or like on his Tommy same Fury? Card? So that's the one that people Tyson are thinking Fury's is going to be the next one. Baby brother, he's going to murder Jake Paul. Ah, it's going you saw to the be, fight. Yeah, you saw the fight that he fought before. It didn't yeah. seem like someone who's going to murder Jake. One, but n- not the way that he was supposed to win. Have you? Uh, are you following boxing right now? No, only following Jake Paul and them boxing. I've been watching some of the UFC stuff because, to me, you can put any two people in a UFC ring and it's entertaining. Oh, yeah. Not the same for boxing. No, exactly. You have to be invested with for boxing. For sure. So, kind of my bread and butter where boxing is concerned is the heavyweight division, right? There were three titans. It was Tyson Fury, Tommy Fury's older brother, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. Everybody knows Anthony Joshua. He threw away his ability to be on top of that mountain, to be one of the gods on top of Mount Olympus by getting knocked out by uh, that fat Hispanic dude. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy, Andy Ruiz Jr. Andy, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Bro, he loser. should fight Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah. That guy should fight Jake Paul. See how it goes. But Tyson Fury is a monster. He's the devil. He is the scariest heavyweight boxer hand on the bible him versus a prime mike tyson i think he takes his fucking face off oh yeah oh yeah he's six seven a good 260 270 just an animal moves like a middleweight right incredible if he takes an interest in his younger brother fighting a youtube star and helps him train for it you can bring in anybody that you want to. You can bring in your Jay Leon love. You can have your Puerto Rican coaches and you can train 
and fund as many little Other children. Droids. Yeah, exactly. Y- you can pay to fund these little kids boxing and try to bring up your image in the eyes of the world as much as you want. But these people are not going to... They're coming in for the money, 100%. But they're not coming in to play your game. They are professionals. They've been doing this their whole lives. And I'm sorry, but there's nobody that's better at anything that's been doing it for three years than somebody that's been doing it their entire life. I see that, but I don't, I I just feel like this might be the fight that we need to finally, because we've already, like, if you're going down the, well, he needs to fight an athlete, then he needs to fight a fighter, then he needs to fight a striker. A good fighter. The next (laughs) one is he needs to fight a boxer. Yes. So it seems like this might be his best route if he's going to go for a boxer. That's at least somewhat, because the, the problem is, at this point, now you have to think about it like Jake is 100% like the biggest draw for a boxing match right now. Oh, he'll pay you more than anybody else will. Like who else Who else? Like, is a better draw right now? Canelo. Other than Canelo. Tyson, Literally, Tyson because Fury who is Canelo's Wilder. best draw right now? If he had to go with anybody just on f- pure viewership, not talking about skill, not talking about anything, if you're just talking about biggest draw of eyeballs – in boxing right now, it would have to be Jake Paul. It would be May- it would be Floyd Mayweather. I bet. Oh, the the rematch. Yeah, they run that back. I mm-hmm. think that would just shatter the boxing uh, universe. I don't know. They already had already. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if like right now because I feel like Mayweather kind of tainted his name with the with the other Paul brother fight. I don't think he tainted his name, yeah. but it's just kind of like I don't think we care anymore. Exactly. Like. Mm. I just, I don't think we care anymore. Right now, Jake has been the person who can bring the most eyeballs. He's been the person who can, like, garner the most attention, who makes, honestly, these rollouts and, like, these uh, promotions a lot more interesting and fun to see. I I gotta say, I was much more excited for that fight to start than I thought I would be. When uh, the walkouts were happening, I was just positively giddy. And not to mention, like, the kid can put on a show for sure. Him coming out to the... uh, the purge, the purge, the warning purge thing. Message. He just was, came out yeah, with the, his big ass robot just, and shit. I, the one thing I hate that he does is like when they're doing the face off and they're like doing the press conference. How he just gets like that middle school bully energy. Like something <laughs> just takes over him and he's that kind of slack jawed. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake and Logan Paul, like they were douchebags. They always yeah. have been. Like I like Logan Paul now way more than I ever have. Just cuz his energy has kind of cooled off after he got like sniped up by Floyd Mayweather. Now, I don't so 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 no, his energy has been different before. I think Logan's energy is different than Jake's energy where You think the Japan stuff is what chilled him out a lot too? Partly. I think partly and because the I what? truly think when he so, filmed the they went to Oh, the the Suicide Forest. Yeah. yeah. So I truly think Jake has bigger plans. Like, I'm honestly thinking, like, presidential run in the future type plans, right? Like, I think he plans to be the biggest, most influential, most, you know, whatever. Like, I think that's his plan. And he's kind of, like, trying to set himself up. Like, right now, he's, like, I listen to the podcast and everything. So he's not even, he's, Logan isn't even considering himself a boxer anymore. He's like, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. He's been working on this. NFT project, this crypto zoo thing where like there's a game and you're able to like hatch NFTs or some shit. Like it's a it's a big thing that that he's doing now where I think he's like after the after that that Floyd fight, he was like, 
I think I did it. I think I climbed the top of the mountain with this. What the fuck else do I got to do now? Like, what am I trying to like do now? Who am I trying to like impress There's no more now? End game in There's it. There's more money and other things right yeah. now. I think he's just kind of like then that route. And I kind of felt like that's where Jake was going to go when he, instead of calling someone out after his fight, he was like, we'll see what happens. We'll see when I get back into the gym, when things feel right. Like almost like I'm not in a rush to hop back that into this. That was kind of scary. <laughs> I think part part of me really thinks yeah. that. And and that's where I'm like, okay. Then after that, he puts out a tweet saying, updated status, retired boxer. And right? then what, two days later? Literally the next day, he goes, updated status, I'm out of retirement. Yeah. But um, back out of retirement or whatever. So he's just trying to like sway people like be like, oh, what is he going to do? Oh, and then have blogs talk. He's the best person to do that. But truly, I wonder why, right? Like you you, you proved yourself to a degree to some people. Now you're uh, – I think he's going to get ready to take a loss soon. Like I truly think like the more he tries, like this was a little too close for comfort. Yeah. Mm. So where it's like if the next step, you're getting into fishy territory. If the next step is another MMA fighter, people are going to want to see somebody – that can really if hurt. If not, him. they want to see and, a boxer. Yeah, I think that's, that's your two things: a lower level boxer or a high level striker. Those are your two options. I don't think he actually wants to fight Canelo too. No, like, there's no nobody way. Nobody wants to fight Canelo. And like. the thing about this is the ultimate end goal to all of this is Jake versus Logan. That's the one thing that every person, period, asks: When are you going to fight your brother? Who's the better boxer? Who would win out of you two? That is the biggest draw in like combat sports right now. I, I don't think. know how you could do that, man. I have an older brother. I've been training various martial arts for about 10 years, right? I still don't think I could beat him in a fight. I really? Ju- I, no way. There's, Never in a million years would I have thought that. There is something about... You've met him. Yeah, no, I know Evan. Yeah. You couldn't imagine how hard that kid is. He's really? the reason that I started fighting. He's the reason I started wrestling in high school. He's really? the reason I started boxing. Oh, yeah. I think it's the calmness that he has because I feel like, well, when I met you, you were more of like, ah. Yeah. Like in your face type of dude. Like someone bumps you at the club, you're fighting him. And Well, and then- that, was, that was what I was five years ago yeah. when we met. You know, like I, incorrigible. Yeah. Like I was an asshole. I would go out to start fights with people. Yeah. Just to do it, like ju- just because I thought that I was the hardest shit in the world, and that I mean, if you're stupid enough to feed into the game, like let's get it cooking, yeah, let's you know, get it cracking. let's get it cracking. Like uh, I'll uh, let me let me see what you got. And the more I've trained, you know, at that point it was roughly five years of wrestling. It was two and a half years of collegiate <laughs> boxing, and I had been doing jujitsu for a handful of months, right? And I thought I was hot shit. Thought I could take anybody. Then I spent about a year and a half, two years doing Muay Thai, and I learned that if you can't take a leg kick, you're done for. Mm. Game over. And my latest kind of obsession has been the jujitsu. It's been about five, almost six months that I've been working out, out of the UFC gym, getting ready for my first competition. And realize even further how how stupid it is to act like that in public, right? Because now I know that the people who do that can't fight. Yep. The people who do that that can fight can't fight well. 
you know? And because no one who's legit, like who knows if I can that hurt you're you, going to demo- like, like why you know you it's more it? of a liability. Yeah. Like yeah. exactly. Like this you've got too me. you've got yeah. too much to lose. The the lawsuit is immediate. Because if it looks like you weapon. knew what you were doing, yeah. the you're- lawsuit's immediate. Like if I can take you to the ground and and tee you up and choke you out on the concrete, which let's be fair, I probably could to most people, people are going to see that and it wouldn't be self-defense. No matter how much the other person provoked it, that's not self-defense. If you know what you're doing that much, you shouldn't have been in there in the first place. And not to mention my my biggest fallback is I pay for the privilege to do this with people who are good at it. Yeah. They pay for the privilege to do this with me. That's what the gym fees are. That's what the dues are at the gym. Why am I going to do it for free? Yeah. With, With who? Like... If I don't know you like that, you're not worth the time. But back to the point, yeah, I got into all of this because of him. Really? He was he was a typical big brother. Like he was bigger than me until about high school, and would put a beating on me like a big brother would for no reason. You know, I'm I'm playing PlayStation, and he'll just walk up and turn it off. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just like on some big brother shit, bitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'll I'll jump him right, and I'm getting the better of him, and then. In the blink of an eye, he's I'm full mounted and he's got me by the collar, right? Lifting my head off of the floor, hitting me in the forehead, right? (laughs) So my head bounces off his hand, Uh. off the ground, off his hand, off the ground, right? Some like some like high school bully shit, right? Had to figure out how to not let anybody else in the world do that to me. And still to this day, no matter the training, I can't see myself doing what I would need to do to put him down. Really? how could you like that's, he, that's he, crazy my, because my brother's my best friend no for sure like you know and you can see that that you guys have that relationship and i think yeah you are a little bit bigger than him and then he's so like he's more calm i feel like he's a little bit more shy than you absolutely so that's why i can't imagine that he, he you would be surprised yeah yeah you would be very surprised which i think he likes I think that he is definitely the type of person like like he likes like, to be the shocker. Yeah, like yeah. like sit quietly but carry a big stick. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But it's just I can't imagine the type of person who could step into a boxing ring and throw haymakers at their brothers. And that's the crazy thing yeah. was where that's what would make the most money. It's what would draw the most attention. But neither of their parents want that to happen at all. Like literally refusing like never. That's never going to happen. We're never – there's never going to be enough money for us to like be in that situation. The brothers kind of seem like, yeah, we'll see. But the parents are like that is not happening. Well, you never want to see your kid get hurt and you never want to see both your kids get hurt. And you never want to see your kids hurt each other. In a fight where now there's going to be the determination. They would have to talk shit to each other. Like, it would get personal. Which they've done, I feel like, before where they've talked shit about each other. No, no, They do it like siblings. They're like, I'll kick your ass. Like, ha-ha, no, you won't. I don't know. They've done things where it's like, I don't know what's going on with Jake. I've seen brothers do that kind of stuff. It's a lot different when you have to actually put it out on the ring like that. Oh, yeah. It's one thing where you could just, like, talk shit and then, like, text each other. Like, yo, I'm just, I'm just. I'm sorry, I'm tweaking. Yeah, I'm I'm tweaking right now. I'm just trying to get the internet riled up. But when there's real, like, hands being thrown, it's a little different, I think. Because everybody's going to know if they went in there just to, like, sissy slap each other around for the views, right? And the backlash would be huge. Nobody would want to see them box again. They would have to actually, like, beat the shit out of each other. So by seeing both of them in a full fight, like, going the distance, they have completely different styles. 
who do we think has the advantage? Jake for sure. You think I think so too because he's like actively yeah. doing more fights and technically Logan has not won a fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and and I'm gonna backpedal on everything I just said. If I could get over the big brother aspect of it, I mean, I could. You think you could take him? I could drill my elbow through his fucking forehead. Like you hear that? Yeah. I'm just <laughs> and, and and I don't. We think, call in you <laughs> right here. I don't think there's much to be done about it you know like meet us at the gym yeah 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 well actually i brought him to the gym and he tuned up a couple of my friends <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah For, first day first day at the gym he choked out one of my buddies it was <laughs> so does he train or no. he... I, I i'm trying to get him to train so bad it's just like natural boy yeah. talent yeah wow. so my 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 family's full of some tough guys right my dad played hockey for 18 years and he'll put a beating on you still to this day my dad's a big dude like big he doesn't want to, but he will type of guy. You know what I mean? Okay. His brother is – the size difference is about my brother and I. My dad's like 5'10". His brother's 6 foot. My brother's 5'6". I'm like 5'9". Weight difference is like 25 pounds in both places, right? And my uncle, my father's younger brother, beat the shit out of you, like without hesitation. He was me five years ago, but got over it as adults. As you mature. As you mature, he gets over it like they would. And you know what the funny thing is? Neither of them really trained, but they got it. You know, they got it. My brother was one of those people. Never trained, just had it, you know, could just do it. And people knew that based on something, based on an energy. And I had to catch up. I've been playing catch up the whole time through, through all the training. That's what it was for is to try to get to that level. And the more you train without kind of that natural ability to fight somebody. Yeah. Gotten a few fights in like middle school and high school. Right. But for the most part, if I had an issue, it was like snap and my brother and his friends got involved and the issue very quickly was no longer an issue between people who didn't want to fuck with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the more I trained, the more, the more glaring the realization is that if you don't just have it, if you don't have that skill inherently, you're never going to be great. At yeah. It. Mm. You I can think, be good, but you yeah, won't be the like training's the, the next training's level. never for not. You and what know? do you think it is? Is it like that, the actual like mental of like, okay, I'm going to, Throw this punch to hurt this person? Or I think, think I have that a lot more than my brother does. Okay. I think the willingness to hurt somebody, I think it's just an athleticism. I think it's, it's like, like a, you know, almost like with athletes, fast yeah, yeah. twitch muscles, exactly. someone yeah. being it's, super it's tall. Makes, like I, it's natural yeah. abilities. Like I'm trying to put myself in that spot. Like if I was in a fight, what would it be that would like hold me back? And I think for me to be that I don't actually want to hurt this person. Sure. Yeah. When you get better at fight, you don't have to hurt somebody. Like sure, you sure, don't have sure. to hurt somebody to end a fight. Like a yeah. good solid leg kick will end a fight quicker than anything else because that if they're smart the over what everybody's been charlie horse before you know yeah yeah yeah. imagine taking a baseball bat to the leg and that was just a guy that's just a guy who just kicked you there the pain is overwhelming and if you still want to continue after that more power to you but most people won't yeah i want to know if if like me, I want I want me and Pablo to train because I think we could have a headlining event, me versus Pablo. Oh, for sure. And uh, because I feel like like I don't know, I feel like Pablo got like reach on me 
My arms sure. are hella long for no so reason. So I'm saying I think he got some reach on me. Uh, I don't How know. I do think this weigh? could be a close one. How much do you weigh? Uh, You'd have to cut. <laughs> I'd have to cut tremendously. Like 220? So like 235 ish. Okay. And you're. 140. Yeah, you're about my size, 140, yeah. 145. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. Okay. We, I would we wrestle learned, you. We, le- we learned jujitsu or something. Something I, I where he do, could take me to the ground. I would do wrestling. I. If I were in good conscience going to <laughs> put this on, I would teach him how to grapple and teach you nothing. What? That's so unfair. I know nothing. Yeah, well, we, but you're heavier than me. Exactly. So like there, there's there's your advantage right there. I mean, like there's a guy. Uh, I can't be taught some striking or nothing. No, I, no, I get striking nothing? for striking for sure. You guys get the same striking because you're right. Like you're gonna gas out much quicker than he is, and he he can just put a clinic on your face. But if it stays on the ground, uh, I mean, if it stays on the feet, pardon me. But like you can you, you could bum rush me and take me down. It wouldn't be <laughs> difficult for you at all. <laughs> once we got there, it would that's be, the thing. But once we're on the floor, like a it's a whole different thing. though. tidal wave, like <laughs> it, it, the the way. Okay, I heard a good analogy from uh, from one of the best I ever do, Ryan Hall. Right, an excellent grappler, one of the best to ever do jujitsu. Right. In my humble opinion. And he said that knowing jujitsu and fighting somebody that doesn't is like if somebody never told you that you could throw a right hand as a punch. So everybody's out here throwing left hands. You're throwing a jab. You're throwing a hook. You're throwing an uppercut. Nothing more. And then somebody comes out of nowhere and hits you with that right hand. And you're like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And they do it again and again. And the fight is over. Because they teed you, they they teed off on you with something you've never even heard of, right? And when I wrestle around with my friends, which doesn't happen anymore, because we've reached an impasse where <laughs> you could actually hurt them, or it's just I, where yeah. I just adore actually hurting my friends, <laughs> but. You don't have the tools. Like, if yeah. if you've never seen a hammer before, what are you going to do with a nail, you know? And there is this guy at my gym, our heavyweight, who is a monster, an absolute animal, right? Without any training, he would still be an animal, right? Mm. Therein lies the problem. But if you have training, significant training, there's really not much that a weight difference can do on the ground. All your power comes from your legs. If you're horizontal, where's your power coming from if you've got no technique? Yeah. Mm. And that's where I'm like trying to, because I don't, I don't fight. I don't, I've never really gotten into like. Anytime I've squared up, I've never squared up like past eighth grade. I I don't think I've, I don't think I've really had like a square up moment. I think I've, I'm, I'm a talker. Well, because... So you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing, bro. I'll you, say you, some things you, you, to you, and then I'll, like, make you feel bad, and then you'll... You, you never had to, like, grow up in, like, the hood. Like, when, when I went to Jersey Village, that's when I realized, oh, I don't... No one will want to square up with me here. Like, for what? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> I don't know, I'm man. not in that you crowd. You ain't been to the back of, of, of the lane, dog? The I mean, bat? yeah, but that's where if you go there, you're looking for it. Once you've pondered that question, you're beyond yeah. starting fights with other students. Like, yeah. if you question why you're doing it, like, I've always questioned why. Yeah. I've literally, yeah. that's been like the age long question where sometimes I'm like, 
And and this was the one time one time somebody explained it to me correctly, and I'm like, all right. But I'm just like, all right. Let's just say that it was like there's one kolache in a bag, mm-hmm. and I say that's my kolache, and you're like, no, nah, that's my kolache. Like, nah, bitch, that's my fucking kolache. And we go back and forth, Wanna and it, it ends in a fight, and it ends in a fight. That is a I'm like, fight. I'm like, <laughs> what, what, what did this solve, right? I'm like, what did this solve if the, the true question was whose kolache was it? This mm-hmm. fight isn't solving that question. But what someone told me is, yeah, but you're, you're, after that, your feelings towards the kolache will change. He's like, after yeah. you get your ass beat, you'll be like, man, fuck that kolache. So yeah. I, I didn't even want that fucking kolache. I that your answer I, that question. No, go ahead, Pablo. I will say this, and this, and this might be sharing a little too much, but this would be the not the last time I realized. I, the one time I realized I couldn't square up because I would have gotten jumped because I was it was kind of already happening. Um, so I was in middle school, I was in seventh grade, and what the fuck started? Oh, I, I had gotten a haircut. You know how kids would be like fresh cut. I was wearing a hoodie that day too, choking so the that fuck, nobody choking could, the fuck out so, <laughs> to even try. Like. So like, and this wasn't just that I had gotten. I, I had always had long hair. This is how you met me. Oh, until, yeah. So back then, I also had long hair. And I had shaved it. I got a buzz cut because I was trying to fit in. You know, like Cholo Kid. Sure. Ill. Okay. Yeah. So I shaved it. happened my to be on an accident on in middle school. Yeah. I accidentally went to like one of those barbershops. Oh, and, and they, they like did the, they did the full on, like, uh, yeah, like they, the they, full they, on they, edge up. Yeah, I was yeah. like, they done pointed my, my <laughs> they done pointed everything out. Yeah. Like it was. All the, all of the hood girls was trying to holla, but it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'm at the lunch table, and then they start doing it. And since I'm wearing a hoodie, I don't know who does it. They grab my hoodie, and they like put it over. Fuck. They That's literally fine. put it over because I've always been a small guy. So they put it like they basically like if I'm laying on the table, and then like they they're basically on the hood, and everyone's just like beating the shit out of me. Oh my goodness. And then um. To get everybody off, I see that there's, like, food there. So I just kind of, like, throw it. And it's, like, some other kid's food that's, like, beating the shit out of me. It's, like, his food. And he gets mad. And he, like, pushes everybody off. Pushes me. And then he's trying to square up. And then I'm just, like, all right. I, like, I don't know how I thought this fast. But I guess it's, like, the adrenaline that in my head I was, like, all right. If I fight him and I start to win, these are all his friends. Yeah. Like this is this. There's no. There's not an outcome where I w- actually walk away scot clean. Yeah. Unless you do like and one of those like I hit everybody with the stick. Yeah. And like, like I'm, the I'm movie not fucking. Shit and that's I'm not, not fucking Bruce Lee. Like this isn't gonna happen. And I was just like, Nah, man, I'm not fighting you. Yeah. Well, I mean, weren't you guys both there the last time I almost got in a fight at a bar? I was not there. You were there on Halloween. I was there. Oh and, but but here's one thing that, that wasn't I will even say. my fault. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, and that one for once, I was actually very surprised by you that you were actually trying to be like the mediator and be like, let's just try to handle this responsibly, dude. But they seemed like they tra- weren't having it. Was your transition. It. It was I've your transition. got no shirt on. Conor McGregor's tattoos all over my body. I'm wearing the MMA gloves that I actually fight with, right? And this, a buddy of mine, granted it was my fault. I won't, I won't lie. It was my fault. He spilled his beer over the balcony. It lands on these three meatheads, right? And I walked away. I was like, that's not my problem. (laughs) And apparently my buddy is just giving him the finger, yelling over the bat, fuck you. Like, what are you going to do about it? I've met him, haven't I? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And sure as shit, they came up and were very ready to do something about it, shoved him. And as soon as I saw that, I got in between them. And I'm just trying to tell these guys, like, listen, like. 
He's shit-faced. <laughs> He's shit-faced. Come on, don't... Like, I'm sorry you got beer spilled on you. What can I do to make it better? While he's still over my shoulder yelling at these guys, telling them what pussies they are, I'm like, my boy is soft. Soft as they come. Like, it would not have gone very well. But, I mean, and don't let me exaggerate, and there were probably 20 of us all together. And, like, 11 or 12 of us were guys, right? Yeah. And I'm telling this guy who's... He's muscular, but he's small. He's mm. like 5'5", five, five, jacked 5'5", five, five, but a jacked 5'5 five, five is like 150, 160 pounds. Like, light work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell him, like, listen, you're making a mistake. Like, I don't want to hurt you, but I will. My friends do want to hurt you. <laughs> and you're going to get your friends hurt, too. And I saw it kind of click in his mind right then that he starts to look around and see that he's not surrounded by spectators. He's surrounded by the rest of the people that I am with, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, let me buy you a beer. I'm sorry he spilled beer on you. I'm like, I apologize for this situation. We were acting out of pocket, but you trying to come up here and like be macho is going to get you hurt. Like, let's you and me go talk. He's like, you know what? You're cool. Fuck the rest of you guys. And the three of them walk away. And in that moment, I'm like, yeah, I think this is probably a better way to operate. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, because I was I was there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm like, I don't even go out. Like, I don't even go out. Immediately this happens. I, I don't even go out. And I'm like, am I really about to have to square? Because if I don't, if I don't, if I don't He's back like, everybody I can't up, be the one I'm not pussy. squaring up. <laughs> we so, weren't there for 10 minutes before this happened. That's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then, and then like, your girl's like, what's going on? I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. We got it handled. Yeah, I'm, that, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Natalie it's all good. That's what, that's what she told me, that, uh, that uh, your lady runs up to her in the bathroom line and she's like Jared's about to get in a fight and she's like again like what the <laughs> fuck is it she comes storming out like she's gonna do something and then you're the one that's like do not go in there you're only going to make this real thing talk because I'm like yeah. he's he's like I'm, I see where you're at right now yeah. and I'm like another jump of like what is going on my cause something yeah, to like exactly. go south. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're, we're cool. It's, it's, it's handled. We're cool. It's, it's being handled. What was nice was that the security guy that was yeah. there watching this happen, he didn't intervene at all and it gets broken up and he comes right to me. He's like, all good here. I'm like, where were you? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, if anyone was going to get hit first, it was me. I'm damn pretty it. sure I dipped shortly after that. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure after the next spot we we're going to, I said, all right, I think I'm cool for the night. Yeah. But no, it's just like, it's one of those things where I'm like, that's like my least favorite thing about going out. Yeah. Like I'm already like going out's already a thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't and like it either. And then I'm like, no, all right, no once it. we're going out and we're like, like having fun and then the vibe changes because everyone's in hot, like, at a high frequency vibe mm-hmm. and doing their thing. And if that energy changes, mm-hmm. you know how all, all this energy in a negative direction. Yeah. And that's where I think shit goes south. Oh yeah. And that's where I'm like, oh, God damn it. I ain't yeah. trying to deal with this in Halloween. I'm dressed as a vampire. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this shit's I'm pretty sure one of my harder buddies there was in like a banana costume <laughs> too. Like yeah. we, th- that's the thing. Like if you can look at that from a bird's eye view, we all looked like assholes. Like, <laughs> Every one of us, like he's dressed like a vampire. I didn't have a shirt on. Like my buddy who refuses to wear a costume is acting like he's the hottest, like talking shit over my shoulder as I'm trying to do it. Like we all looked like then a female here. cop almost tries to come in and break things yeah, up. Like it just that was too, Natalie was dressed as a cop. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. It just, I, was, I was like, what? It just, what? Like, yeah. And so I'm sick. like, all right. It, it's just one of those things where especially like, that's why I'm going to be a real, that's why I just pull up to the gay clubs. You will sure. not as much hyper-masculinity at the gay clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have never been like physically assaulted <laughs> as many times as I have been in a gay club. Like I, I have never been able to, so, so no, nah, man, like you, you try to sympathize with women who stress about going out because yeah. they don't want to get grabbed. But I mean, let's face it, nobody's going to touch me. And if they do like, I just think, Whoops. I don't think Pablo, but, I don't think Pablo and I are hot enough for that shit. Like uh, we don't, like I, we might get like a look, yeah, especially look. like maybe like someone who's like into bears or something might look at me and be like, what's up? But like, like, I don't know. You're more like you're getting grabbed, dude. I have been grabbed by people twice my size who were like, you're coming with me and you're going to call me daddy. And I'm like, please no. <laughs> and then I'm getting like grabbed by the hand and the ass at the same time and getting carted around by a 115 pound like teenager. But are they buying you drinks though? Oh, yeah. Then take the compliment. Dude, no, no, for real. I, on my life, think that I was drugged at a gay bar in downtown Houston. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't get drunk like that. Like, I am consistently the DD because I just, I, I'm never really comfortable out in public. I don't like big crowds of people. I do run hot. So, like, if I get super drunk, then it will be a fight with yeah. somebody, you know? So I just don't do it anymore. But I have, like, three beers, maybe, and I find myself, like, I blink and I'm sitting outside my buddy's apartment in the driver's side of my car throwing up with Natalie, like, yelling at me, like, how did this happen? I didn't even see you drinking that much. And I, I'm like, I guess, I don't know. And it took me a year to think, to hey. think like, did somebody fucking put something in my drink? Haven't been back there since. Damn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna tell Jared though that there was one time where I was running hot on like, on the at the bachelor party. What? Well, no, no, no. We're at the Fogo de Chao. Oh my! Don't even, bro. You try to scrap with somebody at the Brazilian at the Brazilian steakhouse? No, 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 no. Pablo starts getting like they didn't bring that tomahawk out quick enough. No, I was about no, to no, no, smoke no. a motherfucker. No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like it that. was like like we're there. He had like half a drink. Hell yeah. And uh, he's <laughs> I was like, myself. he's like half half a drink. I he's like he on. had two chains on, and like he had never been to fuck with a child, right? At sure. that point, so I'm like, okay, I'm kind of giving him the rundown a little bit, like not trying to be like pretentious, but be like, don't hey. touch the salad bar, yeah, you're yeah, a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was don't like, yeah, don't bread, like don't don't much. really touch the bread that much. It's good, but it's like too good, and it'll like bring you in and all this stuff. So he goes, gets a few things from the salad bar, then the show starts, right? Yeah, and then he starts being like, man. Get this salad plate away from me. It's disrespecting me. <laughs> I'm like, Pablo, what the fuck is going on? Bro, I'd have taken that at your bachelor party. I'd have taken that salad bowl and thrown it across the fucking room. Like, dude, he was like, bro, I was like, that's like, overcooked, man. Take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, yo, would Whoa. you like some of this and this and this? He was like, nah, I ain't like that last time. I'm like, <laughs> you could just say, I'm good. <laughs> you could I just say, I'm good. I, dude, I don't know who took over my body at my bachelor party, but it was not me. El Pablo. <laughs> El Pablo was there. Dude. So and he wasn't taking no shit. What I will say, I don't know if Jake's gonna fight again to close all that out. Mm. I don't know if he does. I do I, I'm gonna watch. Of course, me too. Yeah. Are you gonna watch if they run it back and 
Him Tyron? Gets, in, in Tyron gets I'll, wa- I'll watch if Jake fights. I'm at that point now. Like I, That's I, pretty much where I'm I wouldn't at now. Come, I wouldn't come... You know, I would call myself a fan. Like, I, I don't like to, but... Uh, Here's I think one thing point, I will like, 100% sure. say. When we, like, met before, like, I knew what fighting was. I knew who Conor McGregor was. Sure. Was not a fan of anything, really. Other than, like... Whenever the Mexicans say the fight's going on at the house, like <laughs> I'm there because this whole family's pulling up. That's that's it. Since Jake Paul's been fighting and Logan's been fighting and they've been doing this, I've legitimately became a fan of combat sports. Starting from that Tyson Roy uh, fight, yeah, 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 that the Nate Robinson fight was on. From that moment, I've been actively paying attention, which shifted me over to UFC, and I've been actively going to Great watch card pay-per-views. On tonight, by the way. There's a fight. I just the thing with UFC is there's a card every fucking weekend. Well, you don't have to pay attention to all of them, but this one is a particularly good. Because like that's the thing is like there's always something going on. Oh yeah, you got PFL on Thursdays. Always. Like you can get Ryzen in the middle of the night. You can get UFC every Saturday. Like so like that's the thing with those. But I legitimately became a fan after that. Was legitimately watching these fights like watching Connor and Poirier. You know what I mean? Like watching. Uh, like the Oliveira fight, like I was. Connor was winning that fight for all our listeners out there. That's cap. That's a hundred percent cap. No, bro. That's a hundred percent cap. Nah, dog. Stop capping for your boy. He was losing. He was getting Dustin his ass handed to him, Poirier and by sucks. the grace of God, his <laughs> leg broke, so he didn't have to suffer any longer. Oh my God! Listen, listen. Damn. I am firmly in the camp that Connor did that on purpose to add a new weapon to his arsenal of a titanium rod in his leg. You really think so? Oh, 100%. Like, the Illuminati put him up to it. <laughs> he's, got ne- he's got an All extra right, cool. weapon. Who is he going to fight? Because he does not deserve to be with any of the top contenders right now. Tony Ferguson. Couldn't agree more. He needs a tune-up fight. But he's too big of a name to get a tune-up fight. So I think it's him and Tony Ferguson. I think he beats the fucking shit out of him, just like uh, Justin Gaethje did. And then he's right back in that. Then he can get a fight with Jake. Until then? No way, dude. He's, until not, fighting, then, he's not fighting Jake Paul. Until then? He's not giving Jake Paul the I don't even Paul think Jake needs to give him the, you know if what I'm saying, Connor the look. Steps back, I don't think Jake needs to even give him the look. Listen, Ooh. if Jake gives him the wrong look, he's going to get a fucking heel across his temple. So if, th- if that fight did happen, one thing I will say, if that fight did happen, how crazy would the promo be? Listen. You're dealing with the two kings of promo right yeah. now. Listen, somebody if, would that like fight happens, if that fight happens, you and me are going. All right. All right. <laughs> Wait, wait, that. what do you mean going? I don't know. We're going, we're, 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 we, we're going to watch that oh, fight okay, live. Okay, yeah, we yeah. will be there in person because... Oh, yeah, live coverage. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have to, 100%. Yeah. There, there is, if that happens, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no negotiation. We'll have to be there because it won't happen, but if it does... You saw these <laughs> videos of these little uh, Jake Paul fans, these teenagers getting like the shit kicked out of them by some grown-ass men at the fight? <laughs> oh no, but, I'm, but one thing... That that's what I like to see. I not that, but I like to see. <laughs> now that's what I like to see. Some kids getting a good I like to see Kids at these events, though, I really like to see the revitalization of the fan base. Oh, absolutely. Oh, see, okay. Like, but that is almost to kind of touch base on something you said earlier about like all these grandiose plans that Jake might have. Like his fan base is irritating. And I don't think that those are the kind of people you need to you be. You don't think someone. Connor's fan base is irritating? Uh, speaking as one of them. That's uh, what I'm saying. Go, go fuck yourself. That's what I'm saying. Go fuck yourself. 
<laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yo, now, everybody, everybody else is irritating. Uh, if, uh, on the record, it's the best whiskey that's ever crossed <laughs> my lips. But off the record, they're not paying you, bro. It's cool. Listen, I love. I Dude, buy. The I, I buy the August McGregor clothes. I own every piece of McGregor brand UFC licensed Bixler jewelry. I fucking have the t-shirts from the promos from most of his fights. I have three posters from three of his fights, right, that I've purchased. The whiskey's trash. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to end on that one? (laughs) We're going to end on that one? The whiskey's bad. (laughs) And uh, we're going to see what the fight, if that fight happens. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, me versus Pablo coming up in the future. Uh, we're going to be trained by our boy over here. Yeah. And, Can't uh, wait. And we, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be the main event, the headlining event for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell your Thias that we out here. Tell them that we're talking reckless. Tell them that we're spitting facts. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah. We're going to catch you next week. Bye.